Hey everybody, thanks for listening to How I Built It. Today's episode is brought to you by LearnDash. Easily transform your WordPress site into a powerful learning management system using LearnDash. Sell e-learning courses, track user progress, deliver certificates, and much more. LearnDash is trusted by major universities, million-dollar marketers, training organizations, bloggers worldwide, your humble host here. So, check out LearnDash today. Discover more at LearnDash.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How I Built It, a podcast that asks, how did you build that? Today, I'm here with Rebecca Gill of Web Savvy Marketing and DIY SEO Courses. Hey, Rebecca, how are you doing? Good. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being on the show. So uh, today, we're going to be talking about your uh, DIY SEO courses, right? You recently launched uh, a learning site where people can go and, and learn all about SEO. So uh, we'll just launch right into the questions I normally ask. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your product, and how did you come up with this idea? So um, I am the founder of Web Savvy Marketing, which is a Michigan-based uh, design and SEO agency, and we've been around since 2009. Um, the idea for this course was not actually mine. It was Corey Miller at iThemes who came up with the idea and really encouraged me to do it. Um, and it was after we did SEO week at iThemes, I think it was in December, it was in November, December of last year. And, and so it was a four-part webinar series where we did um, a webinar Monday through Thursday. And there was such a great response from the iThemes community. And we had so many people interested in it. And it just had, Corey had record numbers of people attending the webinars that he was encouraging me to do more education, you know, for SEO. And, um, and, he, and he was encouraging me to do a course. And he's like, you have the content. He goes, you have all the content ready. It's in your head. You've got a really solid process. People could benefit from that process. And you need to really get that idea out there so, so other people can learn it and be able to implement it. And, you know, because you've empowered me, I want you to empower them. And I really said no for a while, just like I did with, you know, the other products that we've launched. And then I thought, you know what? He's right. I actually really do have this content already ready. And I really could put my process into a course. And and then I started to map it out, uh, just a little bit of an outline. And I looked at it and I said, yeah, I got a lot here. <laughs> so that's how it all started. I'd love to be able to take credit for it, but it wasn't. It was my friend, Corey. Man, well, he, Corey is full of great information. And uh, spoiler alert for those listening, he'll be on in two weeks. So make sure to subscribe so you see that. Um, so you, uh, one of my follow-up questions was actually, it looks like you have 84 videos or something like that. So the 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 course is broken up into modules and lessons. Okay. So there's like five or six core modules and then in each module is a bunch of lessons. Lessons may or may not have video. So the lessons contain um, videos, written tutorials, uh, template downloads, um, quizzes at the end. So it's a, it's a variety of content. And a lot of the videos are, are specifically from Google because they reinforce the topic that we're talking about. So it's not necessarily just me talking. I can talk, you know, as much as I want, but I would mm -hmm. rather people see the source of the information so they understand why we're doing what we're doing. You know, we talk about best practice and we talk about a process um, in doing, you know, certain things because that's really what SEO is about. I use those videos to reinforce the information, especially when we're getting to things like small business where, you know, they struggle with SEO and allocating the time to it. But when you see a video from Google specifically saying, 
here's why it's important. Here's why we want you to do it. It makes that that education much more um, um, important and and actionable for people. So that's why I did. That's why I took that approach. Awesome. Okay. So that that makes perfect sense. That's great. You didn't have a hard time coming up with the content, or I don't want to. I guess I don't want to devalue that your time there, but you had all the content in your head. How did you kind of organize it? So if you are unfamiliar with the me, the person, um, you don't realize I'm really OCD. And I just am. I have to have things symmetrical. I have to have things really clean. So for me, giving me a task to, you know, map out the course, that's that's like candy for me, right? Because I like organization. So and that's what I did. I started mapping it out. Then I started to think about the different um, elements within each module or lesson. And honestly, I uh, as soon as I started doing it, I wrote it first on paper, and then I started whipping it right into LearnDash, which is an LMS plugin for WordPress. And that kind of helped me frame it out because then I could see it online in WordPress and you know on a website. Um, so yes, I did have all the content uh, in my head because I've been doing this for 15 years, and I have a very firm process that I've been doing for 15 years. I've, it's very little, um, but getting that content into a course did take a lot of time. I'm not gonna you know, sugarcoat that for anybody. I spent a lot of nights and weekends and anytime I had a free time during the workday, I would jump in and write a lesson or, you know, or, or write a, mo- a full module. So it is a lot of time. I mean, the course itself has got eight hours of education. Plus, you know, you have templates and you've got homework to do it. So it's really a lot more than eight hours. And I mean, to get to that, that's a lot of time. But, you know, it's worth it. And there were days where I wanted to throw it in, where I thought, Corey's crazy. I should not. This is just taking way too much time. But then I finished it and I look back and I, you know, I was proud of what we, I produced. Um, and I think that that's, you know, if you're proud of what you're producing and you really look at it and you take a step back, you know, you know, you did good and it was worth it in the end. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I can, uh, I can definitely attest to the, the fact that developing course material and uh, teaching course material takes a lot longer than just the classroom bits, right? Like people, yes. <laughs> I've heard people my age say, you know, oh, I, I want to be a teacher because, uh, you know, you, you get in at seven and you leave at three. That's not teaching. Like you're not no. teaching. That's, you want to be a babysitter. Like, teaching is working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. and grades and figuring and out. And you have to love it. Yeah, right? You really you, have to really love what you're yeah. talking about. I mean, I can't imagine trying to create a course of this size and not really having a passion for what I'm talking about, you know, or, or you know, a, a in-depth knowledge of it. I just, I can't imagine doing it because it would be so hard. Oh, abs- absolutely. I, I mean, I, I feel the exact same way about, you know, teaching in a classroom. You, you have to love that stuff mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, you're, you're dealing with, especially in college, you're dealing with people who might not want to take the course, but you're dealing with people who are really excited to take the course and it's, it's a good mix and you, you, you really have to love it. So mm-hmm. um, what kind of research uh, did you do, you know, before, if any, uh, before launching this <laughs> site? Uh, that's not like uh, you, you just like went in like, you know, ready to go. But I mean, yeah, you know, you've no, been doing did, this for I, a long time. So I did research. So even before I actually started it, I vetted the idea. I looked around online, you know, everything we have ever done with the business and even prior to the business has always been data driven uh, because I used to work for an ERP software company. So data is just part of my core. Um, So 
So everything, you know, is data driven. So I looked at competitors. I looked at volumes of search for these kind of, um, you know, inquiries that would lead to the course. I looked at, you know, the, the what, what were the competitors offering? Can I compete with it? Is there something specific for WordPress? And even though my course isn't specific for WordPress, it does, you know, have a lot of um, education that can be used for WordPress. Um, so I did research all of that. Then as I wrote my content, I spent a lot of time researching saying, okay, well, I've been doing this for 15 years and I know it's the right thing. Can I find a place in the internet that will validate that? And then that's where I was starting to pull in those videos from Google to say, yes, and here's why. And I would pull in quotes from Google to say, you know, because like, for, for example, you know, this is an SEO course. Google says that SEO is incremental changes to your website. They're small. And that's really what it is. It's, it's things over time. And I have been saying that, but I wanted to really show that they're saying that. So, yes, yeah, so there is research involved because you want to be able to back up what you're saying and to show your students that there's truth to it. And it's not just something that you believe there's, you know, it's it's got merit and it's it is reality. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's perfect. So you, you have your idea, you have your research, you you talked to Corey. Uh, did you talk to anybody else about features, business advice, direction? You know, you sell a, you sell a lot of themes, you do a lot of. Um, SEO uh, consulting and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, did you pull from that pool to make sure that you're making the best course you can? The the person I always vet things through is my husband, and that's because mm -hmm. he knows me, he knows our business, but then he also has, he's outside of the industry. I mean, I just took him to a, for his first WordCamp this last weekend. Nice. Um, so he looks at things in a different manner and he's worked at small businesses up through um, Fortune 500 companies. So I always try to get his his opinion on it. Right. Is it do you think it's viable? Um, you know, what am I missing? And he liked the idea right away, although he kind of looked at me as if I was crazy that I was actually going to dedicate this much time to it. And he definitely got annoyed with me for spending so much time. So yeah, it's, he's always my first. And then I did mention it to a few other people. And I talked to Justin at LearnDash. So, so LearnDash is the, the, um, so the learning management software that I used to build the course. And I sat down with him at WordCamp Ann Arbor before I even started it. Right. I had a conversation with him and I said, I'd really like to do this. Um, you know, what do you think? And I told him the concept and he definitely encouraged me. He gave me some tips. He's a wonderful person, um, you know, and so and, and that helped validate it as well. You know, I mean, it's just it really helped. Uh, so, yes, um, I, I think that you need to talk to people that are close to what you do and that are outside of what you do, because that outside perspective can be extremely valuable, right? Just to, just to give you a different perspective, especially for someone like me, who's been doing this almost my entire career. You know, you've been doing it for 15 years, you're really ingrained in it. So the other thing I did was I showed the course to my sister once I had it written, mm -hmm. right? She, she always likes internet marketing, but she's not in internet marketing. Uh, and I wanted to get her opinion on, does it make sense, right? Am I talking at the right level for somebody that's not an SEO consultant? Mm -hmm. um, and then I tried to bring in pieces like my sister-in-law just, um, if you can see my family's all around me, my sister-in-law just uh, started a small business. It's, a, it's a, like a Pilates studio, right? She didn't know what URL meant. You know, so I'm talking to her about her website. She actually uses our, our Christy theme. It's her name for her, her website. She didn't know what a URL was. But knowing that kind of information and trying to get that 
feedback and putting that back into the course is really invaluable because if she just, she taught me, I mean, she, she was spent 20 years in Vegas. She was a dancer in Vegas. She's not a software person, so, but she had to know what, you know, she didn't know about websites because of her new business, but knowing that that's my audience, potentially my audience was really valuable. And then every, and after I did talk to her about that, as I was writing lessons, I kept thinking to myself, okay, is this going to make sense to Christy? Is this going to make sense to my sister, Suzanne? You know, will my husband get this? Because that's the people that I really want it to resonate with, you know, those who are not um, always in WordPress. I've had a lot of WordPress developers purchase the course and take the course, but you need to make sure you need to start at the lowest level of education and make sure that they're going to understand and then move up from there. At least that, that was my experience and that was my plan. And that's what I really tried to do. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, when I teach WordPress to people and I remember the first time I tried uh, explaining the difference between a post and a page. I got looks. I got looks. <laughs> I One of my students raised her hand and was like, what are you talking about? Like, And I realized I've been doing WordPress work for yeah. years. You know, that's second nature to me. But so you're absolutely right. You know, start with, uh, especially with an online course, if, if something's too basic for the student or the person taking the course, they could skip that video, you know? Yeah. Well, and the one thing about writing an online course that's challenging is that there's no biofeedback. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, I used to do week-long training sessions for the ERP software um, that my company sold, but you had a room full of people. They could, you could see their faces. And when you started talking about complex topics, you could see their eyes glass over and you knew that you needed to take a step back, you know, and, and go more basic and build up from there. And you don't have that with an online course. Um, so I did like that. So at the end of the course is a request for feedback, you know, did, is there something that we can improve? Is there something that wasn't clear? So that as I got that and, you know, that feedback, I could try to put that back into the course and make it better. Um, so that is one challenge and it's just, you just have to try to do your best to mitigate that as much as you can. Yeah, absolutely. So, so do you find a lot of people do are willing to give that feedback? Do you incentivize it at all? I don't give them a reward for do it, but I have gotten a lot of feedback, which has been really good. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is people will give you back feedback in email and forms, but they don't actually go to the product and leave a review on the product, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just funny. It's this, I don't, I don't know what that step is that public, but you know, and the feedback's been extremely good, which is, which just encourage you to want to do more, right. You want to yeah. keep going and, and add to it or, or create additional courses. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So uh, I actually, so you mentioned that you talked to Justin at uh, WordCamp Ann Arbor last year. We're coming up on that on WordCamp Ann Arbor this year. So how long did it take for you to develop this course? Uh, so it took me about two straight months. Okay. Yeah, because I had had the idea of the course. Um, just, you know, I had t- thought about bits and pieces of the course um, and had been talking about Corey. And then when we did the SEO week, he's like, you really got to do it, right? <laughs> so, and that was in November or December. And so I started writing the course right after Corey pushed me into it, right? And thank mm. you, Corey, by the way, for doing that publicly. <laughs> um, and, and I launched it in January. So I probably spent 45 days Okay. But that was hardcore writing, right? It's I live in Michigan. It's winter. It's cold. I don't like the cold. So to give me a, a reason to sit inside and write um, lessons on a Saturday where my husband and my son are ice fishing, I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> and, you know, and thank thank heavens I had that opportunity. So I mean, I hardcore wrote and researched, you know, and put it together for about 45 days. 
Gotcha. That's. I mean, I think that's the mistake I'm making. I'm I'm developing this course in the middle of the summer in yes, the Northeast. It's hard. Yeah, yeah it's so hard. it's it's not always nice. I got to take advantage of the nice weather. So, but you do. Yeah, I would I would have really struggled, and I wouldn't have gotten it done if it was in, if I started to do it during the summer. I mean, I just yeah. I've got a cottage in the lake. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, well, I'll have to. I won't feel so bad now. Um, yeah, it don't. It takes me longer than I thought. So, I think it's time for the the title question. Uh, so, I mean, you you put the website together, and you built the content, and we've talked about the content already. So. How did you build out this uh, DIY SEO courses? So the the URL for this, you know, it's separate than our web savvy URL um, because it is really, you know, a, a, a different type of, of beast. I used the web savvy theme. I just brought it over that was already uh, ready for WooCommerce. I dropped in LearnDash. I had my team style LearnDash to match the theme because we've done lots of projects with LearnDash. We love that plugin. Um, so it was really, that part was easy, you know, because, and I had, I did, and I had the content already there, so they had everything to work with. Uh, so it was really fairly easy to launch, you know, so, so my tools are gravity forms cause I love gravity forms and I love Carl, uh, WooCommerce, WooCommerce subscriptions, LearnDash, you know, WordPress, the Genesis, uh, framework, my child theme. And then I use a couple of additional plugins. One of them, which I really would encourage any anyone using WooCommerce to use, is called follow-up emails. So here's the nice thing about this. As soon as somebody buys a course, they are receiving you know, the order confirmation. But that doesn't give them a good feeling to start. And I like that onboarding process. So I immediately kick out an email like a couple of minutes later that you know welcomes them into the course kind of prepares them that this is going to be work because it is work, right? I mean, it is work and, you know, sets, sets the mindset that this is a journey. It's not a race. You're going to work through it as time allows. And I try to set that and I've gotten good feedback on that email. Um, And I think that having some type of onboarding process is important. I do that with our theme store as well. Um, The theme store actually gives you like two or three emails once you purchase and I have them spaced out. So that's called follow-up emails. Well, I'm definitely going to check that one out because, you know, like you said, an onboarding process is so important, right? I mean, I've I've downloaded plugins that have zero onboarding process and more often than not, 30 seconds later, those plugins are deactivated and deleted. Well, and, you know, when I learned it when I was doing the theme store, so, you know, with, with e-commerce, I had the craziest questions and I was bombarded by, by questions from theme buyers after they bought. And I thought, what am I doing? I can fix this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just took all of those questions and I started putting them into emails that would go out to people. Any pre-sales questions you have, you throw them in an FAQ page so people can find those answers themselves and not have to come to you. And there's a lot you can do to make the, the sales and then the execution process easier for people for online purchases. Yeah. And I mean, with a, with a plugin like follow-up emails, right? I, I don't know how much it costs, but Whatever it costs is going to save you however many hours of support and stuff like that. It's so. worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so you built this website out. You had the content you launched in January, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the site is less than a year old. Uh, has it gone through or is it going through any transformations? Are you adding anything to it? Any, ex- any exclusive announcements for how I built it? I added an additional course for selling SEO services. That's kind of like an add-on. Mm-hmm. I have um, started industry-specific courses, which would be add-ons to the main course. So it kind of does some of the homework for you. 
for different industries and kind of give oh, wow. people a jump start. Although I'll admit I got sidetracked by that because um, we are in the middle of launching seobootcamp.com, which is a two-day intensive workshop training in, in on site in Dallas. Um, so I definitely got by tra- sidetracked on that because that's launching. It'll, it'll be launched by the time, um, uh, you know, this, this comes out. So. All right. SEObootcamp.com, you said. Yes. All right. I'll include that in the show notes. And uh, I think you told me who you were doing it with. Is uh, that- that's a, a collaboration with Carrie Dills and Corey Miller. Corey, awesome. you'll, you'll notice that both of them are my cheerleaders and they're great. They're just wonderful friends. And, you know, it's one thing to have me kind of stand up there and talk and educate like I, you know, have done for years. But it's it's nice when you've got trusted people that can that can be with you to both help with the execution, but also know my process, you know, worked with me and can help students make sure that they're understanding core concepts and, you know, they're they're taking away as much as they can from the course or the the workshop I'm in. That's absolutely great. And I mean, they're both awesome. They're both going to be on the show. Uh, that's very exciting. I'm glad to have all three of you on the show at some point. So, um, and it'll be spread out a little bit. So uh, hopefully you can all talk about different stages of how the workshop is going and stuff like that. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, really excited to see how that, how that plays out because live, live workshops are tough, right? But I mean, you guys are you guys are well equipped to handle stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's the, it's the same process that I've been doing for 15 years, right? So yeah. now it's instead of having the online version of it, now I get to have students on site with me back to the core that I love of that in-person training, you know, where you can have them do exercises and you can go through them right there with it and kind of, you know, it's show them where, where they've gone wrong or, you know, show them where they've excelled and then continue to that process forward. So it's, then that's why it's two days. I mean, it's, there's so much to cover in two days. And then we're following up with a third day of, um, you know, you can book one-on-one sessions with me for personal coaching, or you can just collaborate together as a group. Cause we're going to keep that meeting space open for another half day. Really excited to see everything that happens with that. Um, and I guess, so we've, we've kind of, uh, talked a little bit about uh, this, your your plans for the future. It sounds like it's this mm-hmm. workshop. It's a few courses on industry-specific stuff. Those won't come until winter comes and I can allocate more time to them. <laughs> Great. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully, some of my courses that are industry-specific uh, will be out by that point. So I can say you, t- you took this course, head on over to DIY SEO courses to learn how to SEO your brand new website. Perfect. So. So here's, this has been awesome. Uh, and here's the last question that I like to ask. Uh, do you have any trade secrets for us? Trade secrets. I'll tell you my trade secret and it's what has driven me to any success that I've ever had. And that's work hard. <laughs> work hard. My grandparents raised me. I grew up in the snow belt of Northern Michigan and I was taught to work hard and be ethical. And I think that has done well with me with SEO and everything I've done because, you know, I, you, and, and I say that because you receive emails from people who are new to internet marketing or anything within the internet. And they have these big eyes, like they're going into Hollywood and they're seeing the Hollywood sign and they're going to be actors and they're so, they think it's magical and it's going to be so easy. And it's like, no, it's not. It's so doable and there's so much success you can have, but you got to work hard to get it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's my trade secret. And I wouldn't tell you that I probably have any other one besides that. You know, it's, 
Well, I I think that's a great one because I mean, like you said, work work hard. You know, people see the. Uh, I was just thinking about this. You know, the Olympics are going on as we record this, and we see the the greatness, the the gold. We see the gold medal, but we don't see any of the practice that comes. Before and all the, the sacrifices medal. they've made. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. think about the things that they haven't done, right? Because they've done so much of their life and they focus so much of their efforts on that goal of the Olympics and, and their sport. And they've done it because they're passionate about it and they love it and they enjoy it, uh, you know, but they've worked hard. And that's a great analogy. I mean, that is, you know, we're not Olympians, but we do have to uh, make choices and we do have to put a lot of effort into crafting, you know, our, our digital art and, and what we do. We see the success, but we don't see the thing that goes into, you know, it's, um, I mean, look at easy digital downloads or mm-hmm. any major website, you know, or, or Pokemon Go is really popular. Right, <laughs> now, right? The guy who made Pokemon Go who said it took him 20 years to become an overnight success. So, I, I read an article about him and I thought that that was that was so interesting. Yeah. So work hard, have passion. That is a great trade secret to have. Rebecca Gill, thank you so much once again for joining me today. Make sure to check out her SEO course at DIYSEOcourses.com. Thank you to LearnDash for sponsoring the episode. Check them out at LearnDash.com. And make sure to tune in next week where I'll be talking to Brian Krogsgaard about how he built post status. So until then, have a great week.